Come on, can we just give Jesus a shout of praise? Jesus, we love you. Man, Whew. it is an honor to be here this morning. How are we doing this morning? We looking pretty good over here? I don't need to raise anybody from the dead this morning. <laughs> oh, man, it, really, it's an honor to be in the house again. Um, it feels like home. And uh, how many know it's always good to come back to home? Amen? And uh, this is a good time to go to church. Okay, I think half the room got that. It's okay. It's okay. Speaking online to, and everybody here, it's a good time to go to church. And uh, I think if one thing this season has taught us, the importance of coming together. And because we're stronger together. And how many believe with me that the best is yet to come? Amen? And I, if there's something about this morning, I'm feeling a little bit more subdued, not because uh, I'm tired, but I had a wild encounter in the front. And how many believe one touch from Jesus can change everything? And, you know, we've been in a wild season. I'll, I'll give you a little bit of an update. Um, man, this last, like, I'll just give you the last month. This last month has been crazy, you guys. How many have been feeling the acceleration in the spirit? Like something's happening in the month of September. And, uh, and, I, and I feel like we're coming into a, a mighty shift. I know so much of the landscape, you know, we're, we're coming into an election. There's, you know, kids are going back to school for all the parents out there. And, uh, but how many believe, though, coming into the fall, that we truly are coming into a new season spiritually? Yeah. No, really. I, I believe this with all my heart. And so something happened, though, this summer. The Lord spoke to me and said, get ready. There's a new wave of glory that's coming to the church. And it's going to come with miracles, signs, and wonders, because how many know Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever? Amen. <laughs> And so little did I know, you know, I, I shared this uh, a last, what was it, last Sunday night. Uh, by the way, we're in Pitt Meadows uh, tonight, 7 p.m. at Vancouver Revival Center, if you guys want to be with us. And by the way, the Winsome Ministry Team, you guys are awesome, by the way. How many want to be a part of that school, amen? And get trained up and released. And uh, so a little, like what, probably a little over a month ago, uh, I was speaking in Red Deer. Some of you guys heard the testimony a woman died in our service. Now, how many of that's not a good thing? And, uh, and I remember being in the service wondering, okay, Lord, I'm, you know, we're, we're releasing a, a message on healing, raising the dead. How many truly believe we're coming to a time where we need to back up what we speak? Because talk is cheap. And I, and I feel like we're coming to the end of something right now where where the Lord is drawing a line right now in the sand. Because you can, you can say you're about revival. You can say you're about the glory. But my Bible says in Isaiah 60, when dark times come, the glory of the Lord will rise upon you. And so when we're in seasons like this right now, how many know this is a good time to be armored up with the glory of God? This is a good time to take inventory. This is why I love this church. I love this church. You know why? Because you guys haven't stopped. You're going after it. And you're believing the best is yet to come. And that the glory of God is the answer today to what is at work in the world. Jesus is still ruling and reigning. And the Holy Spirit is still, come on somebody, the greatest spirit that's out there. 
so this woman passes away in my service. And I was talking to the Lord. I'm like, God, this is not fair. This is a really good message. You know those moments, Kevin, where you're like, I got a good preach going on. Everything's good. Then that. And I don't know the fullness of what's going on. I just see a whole bunch of people congregating around this one woman who had just passed. And I'm like, trying to, guys, focus on me. And I, and I, I think maybe she just fainted. Until the associate pastor, who's a doctor, says, call the ambulance. This woman has passed. Now, it was fascinating. See, I had the most unique view because as you guys are looking at me, I get to look at all of you. And so now, I'm watching something that I've never seen before. And by the way, how many know if we're going to raise the dead, we need to be around some dead people? That's what the Lord told me when the, in the midst of this service. I'm like, God, this is crazy. And the Lord said, well, you said you want to raise the dead. And I used to joke around. I said, man, I feel like we're going to, you know, revivalist job is to raise the dead in church. It literally happened. Be careful what you speak. And so I'm there and I'm looking at everybody. And it was wild because in the midst of what looked like a little bit of a chaotic situation, how many know we have a God that's greater than chaos? And this is not a time to hide. This is not a time to be afraid and, and try to stay in our temperature-controlled rooms. This is a time to understand our authority and that Christians were not afraid of chaos, but we have a God that speaks into chaos and you can release peace. And in that meeting, I watched 150 people stand up and say, this woman will not die on our watch. And we started releasing life. Come on, Windward. This is part of your call is to release life. And there we were releasing life. This woman had no vitals for over five minutes. As she was there dead, people were calling her back to life. And it was the wildest feeling. People ask, what was it like? This supernatural peace came in the room. And like, you just knew it was like everything was going to be okay. But if you ask me what's going to happen, I'm like, I don't know. How many of there's, there's times where you truly have to trust the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. And, and I feel like in this season right now, we're in these moments where we're stepping into situations, it's not about always knowing it here, but it's understanding that my hope and trust is in the one that has the answer, whether I know it or not in the moment. My trust and my hope and my peace come from the one that rules and reigns, come on somebody, and has never ever been defeated. See, we have a God today that overcomes death. I wasn't even gonna go here. I want to prime the pump because I, I can feel the spirit of revival in this church. Do you believe that? That God is calling dead things to life. That'll wake you up. And so we're releasing this life, life. You could feel the peace. And about after five minutes, wow, it was like Jesus himself tapped me on the shoulder. And it was one of those moments where he said, you did what you do. Now let me do what I do. See, we're coming into a season right now where God is looking for the church to understand 
that we participate with Jesus, but when Jesus shows up, we got to learn how to get out of the way. I think sometimes our biggest hindrances are our methods, our plans, and our egos. And all of those things get, need to get nailed to the cross in this season. Because you no longer live, I no longer live, but it's Christ who lives through me. And when I worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and when he shows up into the room, what you need to do is get out of the way and allow him to move. And in that moment, Jesus said, I've got this. And I knew Jesus has got this. And I can tell you this right now. Jesus, I know, I could feel him. It was like a presence went over to that section of the room. And I'm here to tell you, that woman, after five minutes with no vitals, was literally raised from the dead. Now, some people are like, how do you know? There was a doctor there, a nurse there, both said no vitals. Now, some people would be like, okay, that's great, but it's only five minutes. Well, I'll tell you the testimony of the woman that died. How many would like to hear from her? Because she taught. She was loving the worship. She was, I think she said liking the preaching. So I don't know if that was a good thing, better thing. She had no history of illness. And then I thought, Lord, did my preaching kill her? Like, God. And there she is. And she just said, in a moment, I was gone. My spirit left my body. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. spirit left your body. Spirit left my body, like literally out, out of my body. And I was moving in the spirit. And I could see the gates of heaven. But at the same time, I could hear the prayers of the church. And she said, the prayers of the church sucked my spirit back into my body. <laughs> and I looked at her and I'm like, you're not as excited as I am. She says, no, I'm a little annoyed. I'm like, annoyed? I'm like, you're alive. She said, yes, but she's like, you have no idea how beautiful heaven is. Oh. See, I feel this one word. We're about to step into a greater reality of who Jesus is, what heaven is. Friend, the kingdom of heaven is at hand right now. And I feel like in a time right now, the battle that we're facing today, we have to be very careful what battles we choose because the greatest battle right now in our communities is not what we think it is. It's actually a battle of hope. I don't want to get in trouble. All right, I'm just going to say it like it is. Here's the problem. Some people are wasting so much time. I'm just going to say it. Some people are wasting so much time on pro-vaccine, non-vaccine. I'm just going to shoot straight. I want to tell you this right now. Here's my problem with all of this. Is that we're investing so much time on trying to prove to be right. And we're going on Facebook and we're not being Christian at all. And we now have permission to degrade people. And I'll be honest with you. Ooh, this is where it gets quiet. Because here's, here's, the, here's the crazy part. The crazy part is that the very same people 
that are so often, I'm going to, oh, this is going to, this might get me in trouble. There's a lot of people that are out there right now that are like, they're looking at something like this right now as their end times theology. And they're looking at a vaccine thinking, this is the mark of the beast. Friends, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I'm just going to speak, and I know some people are going to, listen, if you've got a problem, talk to Kevin. Stop it right now. Stop. Because the truth is, the devil doesn't need a vaccine. Because he's already got most of the church sitting in a pew. Look to your neighbor and say, he's not talking about you. (laughs) Come on. Breathe. (sighs) I need to say this. Because here's the problem. If we don't say this right now, we're going to start fighting fights today that don't need your energy. I'm going to tell you why there's government overreach is because we have powerless gospel in our churches. And people are desperately looking for a power that is greater than themselves. How do I know that? In 2010, one of the top UN leaders was asked, what's going to be the most major, um, how did he put it, commodity that the world's going to want by 2020? Here's what they said. This man said, it's not a natural commodity. It will be a power that's greater than themselves. They said people are going to be looking for spirituality in this next 10 years. From 2010 to 2020, he said there will be a huge rise in spirituality because people are desperate for a power that is greater than themselves. I got a word for you right now, here today in Windward. This is the time right now not to fight with natural weapons. This is the time to be armed and come on somebody in the armor of God. Understand your authority today and to start to speak. Listen, I'm not trying to be, come here to be pro-vaccine, not vaccine. I'm coming here with the word of the Lord is this, is that the kingdom of heaven is moving forwards today. Heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead and cast out devils. You want to know my opinion and all this stuff? Heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out devils. Come on, cleanse the leper. Freely you've received, freely give. You want to talk about something today that is more contagious than a virus? It's the gospel of Jesus Christ. You want to talk about something today that is greater than government overreach? It's the Holy Spirit. If you want the government to back off, it's not by your Facebook post. See, the devil's not scared of your Facebook post. But the devil is scared when a Christian understands their authority. And for some of us today, we need to look at our relationships and say, you know what, enough devil, stop touching my kids. Stop touching my marriage. I bind you in Jesus' name. I'm not blaming anything else. I'm not blaming COVID. I take authority. We're talking about the body coming into maturity. You know what that is? It's the realization that you have been given authority. 
now that we're on this, let's just keep going. <laughs> we want to talk rights. Here's the thing with rights. Every right that you have, you also have a responsibility. If you believe in the right of free speech, you better be preaching the gospel. You believe in today in the right to go to heaven, we better be sharing the saving power of Jesus Christ everywhere that we go. We have the right of healing. We better have the responsibility when we see people that are sick to say, you know what, I have an answer today, and that's Jesus Christ. Because it's not about what you know. We have to shift from a knowledge-based Christianity to a revelation-based Christianity. Am I, am I speaking today? I don't mean to be hard, but I, I feel this today. God is releasing. There's a spirit of revival that God wants to release in this place. It's available for you. In this last season, we have, we've seen so many people saved. It's been wild. Oh, like almost 1,900 people in a little over a year have given their life to Jesus Christ. The reason why I'm passionate is because there's a harvest that is waiting for the church. If I've offended you, just take a double in the spirit. Lord, I just thank you. You know what's wild about this season? is that the unsaved are so hungry, they're inviting us to come to their house. I just got, I just did a, a home meeting. You're gonna like, I did a home meeting. The guy that invited me messaged me and said, I'm not a Christian. I don't even know if this stuff is real. He's like, but I wanna know if it's true. Can you actually do what you do in person? Not on Facebook. And I'm like, look at it. I'm like, this is awesome. At least he has the gumption. See, what's funny is that we're like, come on. But some of us even think that way. We're like, is this really real? See, Canadians are really good at this. We smile. Oh, yeah, God bless you. Inside, you're like, yeah, I don't know. So this guy invites me, and the Holy Spirit says, you're going to go. So I go. I'm the only Christian. Most of these guys have never cracked open a Bible. You want to know weird? I'm there, filled with the Holy Ghost. Other people are filling themselves with shots and drinking wine. And it looks like I'm their form of entertainment. And there I am, 30 people. Drinking! And I'm looking, I'm like, God, this is so weird. God says, it's really good for you. I said, I don't know. He said, it's really good. He says, because you talk big talk. And I'm like, because you know. And how many of you can't preach a message? Because they've never even opened a Bible. They're like, turn where? With what? The only thing they got in their hand is a shot glass. The only thing they're turning is another round. <laughs> so there I am. And I'm like, here's what God says. Talk God's stories for 10 minutes. 
So I share the wildest stories, and everybody's just, they're like, whoa, that's, that's kind of cool. And after about 10 minutes, God says, stop, now show and tell. And I'm like, we're going here. And everyone's having fun. They're, they're laughing. They're talking as I'm talking. And I said, okay, we're going to demonstrate. Everybody got quiet. Because the truth is, you either got it or you don't. See, this is why we need the power. When the church has power, we don't have to talk people into a place of conviction. Holy Spirit will do it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. On the outside, I'm all bold inside. I'm like a Justin Bieber, you know, fan. Ah! No, on the inside, I was literally like, oh, God, help, 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 help. And then I remember... I remember looking at all these people, the first person I prophesy over, this woman that's there, she's probably like 45. I looked at her and I said, your husband is a football coach. Because I could see him with a football hat and a, like a, a, a hat and a whistle. I said, your husband is a football coach. And she goes, holy beep. <laughs> kind of pulled me out. I'm like, ah. She said, how'd you know that? I said, Jesus. And everyone's like, what is going on? I said, not only that, I said, your husband has a sports injury from football that he hurt his right knee. And she's like, you are more accurate than my psychic. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Is that like, when I hear that, more accurate than a psychic, two things happen. Number one, I even get that in the church, so it's, it's okay. Number two, Number two is this. Number two is, the Lord spoke this to me. He said, Sammy, for them, that's a great compliment, but I'm going to change this because you have a greater spirit than what psychics operate in. And I remember just starting to prophesy over people. People were bawling. People were like, this is crazy. What is this? And then one woman piped up and said, I got a question. And I was like, that one? She's the one that had the bottle in her hand. I'm like, God, that one? And she's like, I got a question. She's like, I go to psychics. I go to mediums. I go to all these different spiritual people. What's the difference between you and them? It's a good question. In my head, I was trying to process all of a sudden out of my spirit. How many know today your greatest answers don't come from your head. It comes from your spirit. <laughs> Jesus said, don't worry about what to say. Some of us were so afraid about what to say when we, we, you know, the Holy Spirit's like, I want you to talk to this person. Don't worry, because when you get in it, the Holy Spirit will take over. You want to talk about an overdrive in a car? Listen, there's an overdrive button in your body. When you come into a divine appointment, you can allow a Holy Spirit takeover, and things will shift, because out of my spirit, said, listen, here's the difference between me and your psychic. I said, you'll always need your psychic. But I said, with me, I said, my purpose is to connect you directly to the source. I said, you don't need a third party to tell you anything. I said, I want to connect you to walk with Jesus every single day, that you can do what I do, and even more so. You don't need somebody else. You don't got to pay somebody else to hear something for you. You can have access to God 
Friends, I want to tell you this right now. There's a generation that's not looking for a third party. There's a generation that doesn't want religion. They don't want something in front of their relationship with God. They're looking for access with God. Can he really walk with me? Can he really be my friend? Can he really speak to me? We said this, we said right here, how many want to give you know, their lives to Jesus? Over 20 people gave their lives to Jesus Christ. We're starting a church in there. How many are ready, Winward? Some of you don't realize this, but you're coming into your divine suddenly moment. See, I wanted to pray with people, and I will pray for people. It's already 11.15. By the way, Samuel Robinson is a long-winded, sometimes preacher. He got the double portion from his dad, Charlie. No. But I, I want to I minister over some people here today. I want to I pray. The girl over here, just with the glasses, stand up right here. Yeah, stand up. Lord, I thank you right now, Lord, for this season of divine direction for you right now, that the Lord's releasing right now. There is the suddenness of the Lord. And I, it's funny, I, I feel like God's going to meet with you in your car. I'm seeing you like worshiping Jesus with just your giving everything to God, saying, God, I just give you everything. Lord, every choice, everything, Lord, it's all yours. And I feel like the Lord's saying this right now, is that this is the time where he's going to lead you in peace. This is the time right now that all things are coming into divine alignment for you right now, and that you have not missed anything. That, Lord, I thank you right now that this is your season right now you had to say no I, I see this you've had to say no and even I'm seeing like relationships and things that have been shut down God saying this is a new season of finding your tribe a new season of running with people that this is a time as you open up your mouth God's gonna fill it so Lord we just release it now in Jesus mighty name Lord use her as a fiery revivalist God Lord for her generation Lord let her burn for you in Jesus mighty name how many say amen Man, I, I just got to say, Donna, how many just enjoyed the worship, you know, the worship team and Donna? Like, I love it. Like, Kevin and I were just, we were, we're talking. By the way, Kevin brags about you all the time. I love it. I love it. And, uh, I, and I love seeing the progression, Donna, that you've been in. And I feel like there's something about this season right now where God is using you. And, and, and it's like, there's going to be this, this ability to pull the golden people even when they can't see it in themselves. And there's something about the testimony that you carry that's going to be hope for those that feel like they know they've got something of God, but they just don't feel like they can find it. And I feel like the Lord's going to use, wow, use your words and your actions to strengthen people to believe that, yes, I am called. Yes, I can do this. That God's going to use you as an incredible prophetic equipper, not just to prophesy destiny, but to see people launched into the fullness of who they are. Even to, man, I'm Seeing you having these wild times with Jesus while you're playing the piano and God's going to show you the order of the service. I'm seeing right now, it's like God's going to give you a blueprint of worship and, and literally how things are going to be structured. And God's going to show you how to partner with the angelic. And I'm seeing the angels ministering over people. I'm seeing miracles starting to take place in the room as we partner with heaven on earth as it is in heaven. Father, I thank you for it right now in Jesus' name. Wow. Lord, I thank you. Just increase it, Lord. Increase. Increase the fire, the boldness. Father, I thank you for this time. Wow. Whew. How many are just blessed by Kevin and Donna? Amen. Wow. 
Thank you, God. Whew. Here, I, I want to pray for the dude with the, the, the diamond hat. I like you. Yeah, stand up. Come on, Lord, just touch him today. Here's a word for you. God's going to give you the Father's blessing. This is a releasing right now of the Father's inheritance over you today right now. That this is a time, I, I feel like the Lord said he's never counted you out. And that this is going to be a, a season where you're going to help raise up David's mighty men. I'm seeing a whole bunch of people that felt like they've been passed by. Those have been rejected. I feel like God's going to bring you a whole company of mighty men. And just like David, I'm telling you, that even when David was felt like he was overlooked, God anointed him in the secret place and that this is your time right now where God's releasing a fresh anointing over you in this season and that I'm seeing you taking out teams and seeing people get radically saved. I'm seeing you going out all over the place with the fire of evangelism, with miracle signs and wonders because there's an anointing right now to preach the word. There's an anointing to demonstrate the kingdom everywhere that you go. Father, I thank you for it now in the mighty name of Jesus. Man, God, there's going to be an unusual anointing to see those that have been struggling in addiction. There's going to be an unusual anointing to see those right now, drug and alcohol addiction. I'm telling you right now, you're even going to see massive. I'm, Lord, I thank you for this right now. Lord, I thank you. Lord, for this next season, for those that have been chained up, Lord, I mean like, like the demoniac right now. Lord, I thank you right now that there's going to be such incredible deliverance testimonies that are going to be released in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Wow. Whew, thank you, Jesus. Whew. Oh, come on now. Thank you, God. Whew. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Whew. Is that Shauna in the back? God, just touch Shauna today. It's funny, I, I, the Lord spoke to me and said, pray for the woman in the back. I didn't even know that was you. God, I thank you right now. Lord, just touch her right now, Lord, this season. Woo. Lord, I, I'm just seeing right now the waterfall of heaven coming over you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Father, I thank you for the releasing of it right now. Lord, that this is a season right now. Psalms 23 is going to be your scripture for this next season. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. This is a word for you right now. Psalms 23 verse 1. Lord, I thank you right now. Lord, that this is the time right now. Lord, of, wow, of bringing her into the place right now of still waters and green pastures. Father, I thank you right now that this is going to be the season of the overflow with the presence of the Lord, just coming over from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Even now, God's going to touch the kids too. Lord, I thank you right now. Lord, for family revival for the kids. You've been praying for this. Lord, I thank you right now. Something about the sun right now is going to get radically touched by the Lord in the sea. There's a fresh fire that's coming over him today. Is it Elijah? Is that right? Lord, Elijah. Right now, Lord, we release the fire of God over Elijah. Say, Lord, I thank you. Use him as a sign and a wonder, God. Lord, release your glory right now in Jesus' mighty name. How many say amen? amen? Man. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Whew. This is... We doing okay? This is good? Man, I'm like... So this season's been fun because the Lord's been speaking to me about like words of knowledge, not about peop just people's bodies. But how many believe that Jesus knows everything on your cell phone? Your computer? And uh, I just... Man, I'm... I'm, I'm like in these, I'm in this text right now. Man, what is this? Does someone have a, um, like a, like a prayer partner or something named like Marianne or something? Does that make sense to somebody? Is there like a Marianne? Does that, does that make sense? Is it Mary Ellen? 
Is she part of a prayer team? Is she? Yeah, Okay, God's going to touch her right now. I don't know where she's at, but I felt like the Lord just said God's going to restore over her right now. Even in her body, there's a releasing of healing that's going to take place over her. Father, I thank you for it right now in Jesus' name. How do you say her name? Mary Ellen, Lord, we thank you for Mary Ellen. Lord, just release your glory over her today, right now in Jesus' name. Lord, just release your healing power from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. I don't know if she can get this or not, but Lord, just release this now in Jesus' mighty name. Also, too, wow, Lord, I thank you right now. Where, where are the, who are the students that have gone through the the uh, the, the Winsome School? Is there anybody here? Any of the students? I want to. I'm, I'm going to just start. Prof, Lord, stand up, man. God, I thank you right now. This is a good word. Man, God's going to use you like a wrecking ball. That this is a time right now. There's like, there's something about God's going to use you. It's like walls that have been up are going to come down. God, I'm telling you, this is a word for you. That God's going to use you literally to obliterate. I mean, obliterate religious walls. Things that have been up from people's lives for years. That God's going to give you a fresh anointing. Father, I thank you right now. I'm seeing you reading about like God's generals. I'm seeing you reading about those that have walked before. And you've been asking God for the gift of faith right now. God's going to release the gift of faith over you in this season. And that anointing to see cancers healed, God's going to release it because it's something that you've been praying for. Does this make sense to you? Yes. So Lord, I thank you for the releasing of it now in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you right now. Lord, as he sowed with tears, Lord, let him reap with joy in Jesus' mighty name. How many say amen? See, I want to say this. Some of you, you got to make the commitment to join the school. And here's why. We are in a time right now where we need the church equipped. It can't just be me, Kevin, and a few others doing the stuff. We need all of us moving in what God's called us to move into. The day of just one person's over. I'm actually kind of annoyed. It's lasted this long. No, 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 not the men, not annoying me. I'm just annoyed that we still, can I, can I say this, friends, right now, for some of us, if you're frustrated because you're not in the place where you want to be, you need to get in some training. So for some of us right now, you, you want to know the fast track for me? See, here's the funny thing. So often people are like, oh, man, I wish I would have, you know, your dad, Charlie Robinson, to mentor me. Can I tell you this right now about Charlie Robinson? You know what I had to do? I had to make a conscious decision to serve my dad. Most people want it through, through inheritance bloodline, but they don't understand. You don't get it through the bloodline. You get it through the service. There's a reason why David, there was an anointing on David that even Jonathan, who was bloodline to Saul, recognized and said, there's something that's on you, and I'm willing to give that up to serve you. Because, friends, I want to tell you this right now. Everything that comes from God today, listen, salvation is free. But if you really want to walk in revival, it's going to cost you something. And I feel this for those that are here in this room, is that God is looking for a generation that will be sold out. I just want to be around it. Whew. Thank you, Lord. I like the. It's good seeing you guys. Nice beard. Man, I'm going to pray. Stand up, man. God's going to touch you. He, Lord, I just thank you even for healing too right now in Jesus' name from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Man, God has put leadership all over you. This is going to be a year right now for promotion for you guys right now. This is a word for you. God's going to give you promotion in this season. And God 
I, I feel like you've been in a time where it's felt like sacrifice, but God says, don't worry. Don't worry because I'm going to multiply right now. There's like a, there's going to be like a hundredfold multiplication that's going to take place, but there's leadership that God's putting you. I'm seeing grown men that are going to come to you in tears because they're like, man, my marriage isn't doing good. My, this isn't doing good. And I feel like God is saying he's called you to be a leader in this season and that you have a voice and there's things that you think and you wonder if it's God. God's saying it is from the Lord. It is from me. And it's time for you to release that word because you're called to literally see grown men come into the fullness of who they are. And I feel like this is going to be the season right now of divine appointment for you. So Father, I thank you right now. Lord, I thank you for this couple. Lord, let this be a time right now. Lord, I thank you. The Bible says right now, it's God that right now ordains their steps. And Lord, I thank you right now as they're trusting in you, you're opening up new doors. Father, I just speak this forth right now. There are new doors that are opening for you. There's even people right now where you're working with that God's saying right now, they're about to get radically saved. There's those today. I'm seeing there's one individual that God's gonna bring around in this next season. He's felt like there's no way he's going to get saved. God is going to release right now revelation to you to see relationships in the workplace. Lord, I thank you for it now. Lord, salvation being released in Jesus' name. Wow. Lord, right now, Lord, just touch this home. You know, Proverbs 13, 22, a good man leaves an inheritance for their children's children. Father, just release it right now in Jesus' name. And I, and I just want to pray for you too. Lord, I thank you for mom. Lord, I thank you right now. Lord, just release your glory over her. Lord, I thank you right now. I feel like the Lord's saying that you carry a, a tender, compassionate heart. And Lord, I thank you right now, Lord, that there's, there's right here, Lord, this next season for her, Lord, I thank you. It's going to be a year right now. Lord, I, it's like the encouragement of the Lord. It's like the Father's voice. You can do it. Lord, I thank you for this season right now. Lord, that this is going to be a season, Lord, where you are going to literally, wow, Lord, just keep increasing her ability to be able to hear your voice. Father, I thank you right now to be able to discern even different things, Lord, opportunities. Father, I thank you. Even give her dreams and visions in this time, Lord. Just release it over her in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Man. Wow. I don't know. Is, is, uh, is Willis still here or no? Where's Willis? Man. You know, it's wild, Willis. I, I saw the wild. I, I saw God. Lord, I thank you right now. God's going to release a kingdom fund through you, Willis, right now. I, I'm seeing, this is the wildest thing. I'm seeing people that, that literally, they never had a, like, they never had a gift from their, from their parents. And I'm seeing you, Willis, God's going to bring in supernatural funds to give, like, even young people their first car. Those that have never had the first anything, God's going to use you for a lot of firsts. This is a word for you right now, that God's going to use you to help a lot of people get their first car, their first home. I feel like even too, they're going to get married. All these things that God's going to use you for to be a part of people's first. And he's looking for somebody. And I, and I feel like this for Linda as well, for both you guys, is that there is going to be the releasing right now of generational wealth because your eyes are fixed on the next generation. 
See, there's a lot of people that want to be wealthy. There's a lot of people that want finances. But the Bible says it's a good man that leaves an inheritance to his children's children. And I feel like the generational wealth that God's releasing is to touch the generations. And God's going to use you guys right now to touch the generations. Lord, we thank you for those kingdom finances. And Lord, I thank you. No more delay in Jesus' name. God is releasing. Lord, I thank you for the supernatural funds in Jesus' name. Whew. Man, Lord, just release it through. Lord, I thank you right now. Lord, I thank you. Let many, Lord, let many, Lord, call the mom and dad. Whew. See, there's, wow, and not even just young people. There's people that are older that are right now that call you guys like mom and dad. You know, there's a generation right now, whew, I can feel this. There's a generation that's, they're not looking for the most gifted or the most anointed. They're looking for people that actually care. This is a word today. Whew. They're looking for people that actually care. Do you care? This is why I love being in this church. You know what's in this church? Family. You know what's in this church right now? When I look at certain things, this is why, you know, again, I don't know if, if Brenda or Sharon are watching or not, but come on. I, I want to encourage you. You know what I love? Seeing the whole family worshiping Jesus together. Does anybody else have a heart to see family restored back in our churches? You know, ourselves, our kids, our grandkids. I don't know about you. I, I got to spend time. One of my, by the way, one of my favorite things to do is to spend time with your kids. You know, can I, can I, I'm going to break on Kevin and Donna. Because you can, you can fake a lot, but you know where you find the goods in your kids? Because how many know they don't know how to fake it? You know, it's wild yesterday, or, or was it, yeah, yeah, yesterday, there was a prayer request yesterday. Or no, or it was last week. Maybe it was last week. Last week. Sorry, last week. Last week. There was a prayer request last week. You know what these guys did? Without a second, they're like, okay, guys, we're all praying. And all the kids were praying for healing for an individual. I don't know if some of your kids pray in tongues too, but I, I saw that they were like, I'm like, this is awesome. How many want to be in a place where your kids and your grandkids are not just an accessory in church? They're on fire. Come on, I love it. Is the whole family there? Like, like, and the kids? Oh my goodness. This is going to be awesome. Borthwick family, you're watching right now. This is going to be fun right now. Justin, right now, here's the thing. God's about to give you right now the direction that you need. I love this. This is going to be fun. J Justin, right now, God's giving you the direction that you need. And, and I feel like this is a time right now where even in this time of vacation, the Lord's going to speak to you about this next strategy. And I feel like he's going to give you the next couple of years strategy in this time. Because here, here's what's going to happen. Oh, I love this. This is going to be awesome. I, Justin, I'm telling you right now, I, I can feel the pleasure of the Lord right now. And I feel like this is the season right now where you are going to walk in unusual blessings of the Lord, where the blessing of the Lord is going to take over you and your wife. What's, what's, what's Justin's wife's name? Val Valerie? Mallory and Mallory. Lord, I thank you right now. Lord, let the wave of blessing come over them in this season. But Lord, I thank you for the direction that they've been praying for. Lord, where do we go? God, Lord, I thank you right now. It's like there's a few different things. It's like, God, okay, what do we do? Where are we going? Lord, I thank you right now for the peace of God. The Bible says you'll go out with joy and be led with peace. And the Lord is releasing that peace over you even now in this time in Jesus' name. Wow. And Lord, I thank you right now. Lord, just multiply their family. Father, I thank you right now. In Jesus' name. 
Just saying. Now, if you pray that over me, I'm going to ask you for child support. I'm just saying. Wow. Whoa. I love this. I can... Thank you, God. Come on, just lift up your hands all over this place. Whoo. I'm just happy to be the presence of the Lord today. Man, this is so much fun. Thank you. Lord, we just love your presence. Lord, we love your presence. We love who you are, God. You're so, so good. Lord, you're so, so good. I, Lord, I, and I thank you right now. Wow. Ah, Lord, just touch everybody, but touch this guy right here. Lord, I thank you. Lord, that for my friend who I don't know, who's my new friend, Lord, that you are going to, Lord, you're going to speak to him and he's not alone. I just feel like the Lord's saying you're not alone. And there's times where you felt alone. But God's with you right now, and he wants you to know there's times where I, I feel like where, where you've sowed with some tears, God just wants to give you a big hug, and he wants you to know you're doing better than what you think, and there's been times where you've been really hard on yourself, and it's not over, and I feel like there's times where you've just, you've struggled with frustration, and Jesus knows exactly what you're going through, and he just wants to encourage you in this time right now that, that you have more than what you think. And that this is going to be a time, too, of finding your voice. And I feel like there's been a time where you just haven't felt like you're able to communicate your heart. But this season is going to be a time where God is going to bring you around people that truly get you and know you in this season. Because you have so much more than what you think. And I just, Lord, I just pray for my friend. God, I thank you for this season right now. Lord, I thank you for encouraging him right now. Lord, I thank you right now for, Lord, pulling out. Lord, I thank you for the qualities that are inside of him right now that are going to come out to the surface. Lord, in this time. And, Lord, even those times where he's been frustrated, even in his own room when he's cried out God and he's like God what's going on I just feel like pain God I thank you that you've been there and Lord that you're going to give him a hug in this season that you're going to encourage him that he is not alone my man you're not alone right now and every lie of the enemy stops right now in Jesus name that the pain of your past will not define you and even the trauma that happened when you were younger that's all being broken now in Jesus name and he's releasing healing over you today right now and the words that were spoken over you are coming off of you now in Jesus name and I thank you God for healing that's coming to your heart today because you wow you are worth it you're worth it and Lord I just thank you Lord for that revelation God Jesus that we were worth it that you died for us give your life for us Lord I thank you for this season Lord let hope arise let life arise Fresh vision in Jesus' mighty name. How many can say amen? Oh. Man, I'm like, oh, it's already 1140. Oh, thank you, God. I, I like this, this, uh, these guys right here, in the, the, jean, the lady with the jean jacket. Yeah, you too. God's about to just touch your family right now. You guys have been praying for your family. I, I feel like this is a time right now, a family revival for you right now. And, and I just, I feel like the Lord says he's going to make a way even when there felt like there was no way. And that this is a time right now of that song, The Waymaker, that this is a time right now where God's going to work in miracles over you guys in this season right now. That Lord, that you would just touch them today. Lord, open up the doors. Lord, I thank you for family revival fire just coming over them today right now in Jesus' mighty name. I feel like the Lord's saying that there's, as an old door closes right now, 
God. There's a brand new door that God's opening up for you and that you've been in a season of waiting. You've been in a season where God's been preparing you. It's like fueling the jet for the next season and that this is a time right now where God is gonna lift off. There's no more delay. This is a word for you right now. No more delay. And Lord, I thank you that this is the time of the takeoff. This is the time of the release. Lord, we thank you for it now in the mighty name of Jesus. God, I thank you right now. Isaiah 22, 22. Lord, open the doors that no man can close and close doors right now that no man can open. Father, I thank you for those new open doors in Jesus' name. Whew. Thank you, God. Woof. This is like a new adventure for you. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Man. Huh. Oh. Wow. This is interesting. I'm, um, somebody, somebody's got a, a severe issue with one, like it's one of your molars in the backside of your, your mouth here. It's infected. And I'm seeing you having to relieve it with like pain medication. Is that you? Did you do that this morning? I saw this. I saw it. Just like I literally saw this. Did it happen right now? Yeah, stand up. It's crazy. I, I, I literally went into a, uh, an encounter. Whew, man. Whew. I went into an encounter. Here, let, me, let me phrase what just happened. I was talking to you, and I went into an encounter, and someone's like, like, like is there pain medication in your bathroom? Where is it? Where's your pain medication? Where's, you don't have any pain meds. Okay. Just hurt right now. Okay, this morning. Whew. Just stretch out your hands towards her right now. Father, I thank you right now, Lord, for the releasing of supernatural healing over her mouth today. Father, I thank you right now. We speak for complete and total healing over that molar right now in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you right now for that healing. Woof. Lord, just touch her today. Man, she's dancing already. Lord, I thank you for the healing. God, right now, all pain has to go. Go in Jesus. How does that feel? It feels good. Come on, praise God. Lord, 100%. Somebody else, wait, I, I'm, this is wild. Somebody else right here has had an issue with their ear. It's like a, it's like a, um, wow. It's like a clogged ear. Who are you? Who's the person that's, is that you? Your earring's infected. Okay, stand up. Lord, just, just touch them right now. God, I thank you right now. Whew. Lord, I thank you for your presence right now in Jesus' name. Lord, just touch him today, right now, Lord, from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Father, I thank you right now. All the pain. Come here, I'm going to come over. Can I, actually, come here, come here, come over here. I've done enough walking today. <laughs> come here, come here. What's your name? Elijah, come here, give me your hand. God, I thank you for Elijah. Whew. Lord, just touch him today, right now. Lord, from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Father, right now, in Jesus' name, we just speak to that ear to be completely, totally healed. But I want to prophesy, Lord, I thank you right now. Lord, use this mighty man for your glory, God. Lord, I thank you for this new season right now for him. God, I thank you right now that this is going to be a time, Lord, where you're bringing around 
man, I, I feel like God's going to use you as a, an encourager with the gift of encouragement right now. For those that feel like they've been discouraged and depressed, God, I thank you right now. Lord, let him be a friend, one that sees things in people even when they can't see it in themselves. Father, right now in Jesus' name. And Lord, I thank you right now, Lord, for giving him visions. Father, open up his eyes to see in Jesus' mighty name. Whew. Thank you, Lord, Lord, for complete and total healing right now. In Jesus' name, all the pain in the ear goes now. Thank you, God. Can you try it out? How does it feel? Is there pain? No, no, not really. Was there pain before? Not really. Okay, so, Lord, no more pain in Jesus' name. How many say amen? Come on. Come on. Who, what of you guys, does anybody play guitar? Who plays, like, music? Is that you? Guitar? I saw you, man, doing, like, like worship, and I saw you, like, playing guitar. I saw someone right here, like, playing guitar, doing worship. Do you, do you ever sing? Just sing to God? I, I'm telling you right now, God is going to, he's going to counter you in your guitar playing right now, and that this is a season right now where it's like a new song for a new season for you, and that this is going to be a time right now where God, you can cry out to God, because I feel like this is a season where God's going to give you a fresh hope right now. So, Lord, we just release it in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on. Wow. Wow, thank you, God. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. I want to just share this one word briefly here. We're coming into a season of divine suddenlies. How many agree with me? Yeah. Malachi chapter 3. I don't know if we could put that verse up there really quickly. Malachi chapter 3. Look at this. Behold, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me. I don't know if we can go to the next. Look at this. And the Lord who you seek will suddenly, somebody say suddenly, suddenly. will suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant. I want to stop there. Here's what the Lord spoke to me. He said, get ready, Windward, for the divine suddenlies that are about to happen. We're in a season of suddenlies being released right now in Jesus' name. And I'm going to do this as brief as I can. Because here's what God spoke to me. He said, you want to know how you access the suddenlies? He said, when you take the fullness of preparation and you combine it with the fullness of time. I'm going to say that again. How you see a divine suddenly is the fullness of preparation comes into convergence with the fullness of time. And I believe that we are in a fullness of time moment right now. That this season, in the midst of all the craziness that's going on, we are in a time, I believe, where the Lord has been waiting for a Kairos moment, a God time moment. And because you have not given up, come on somebody, how many here today, if you haven't given up, say amen. amen. Listen, because you have not given up and you've been going after it and you, you've said, you know what, God, I thank you for the season. Even when it's been hard, even when it's been difficult, God, I thank you right now. I will not give up. And so what happens is you've been prepared just like Joseph. See, everyone talks about God releasing Joseph. Do you remember what Joseph went through? Do you remember what all the things that Daniel went through? The ups and downs and the things that looked discouraging and it looked like breakthrough that it didn't look like breakthrough. Anybody have that? I joke around. You know what I call it in the prophetic? Here's a funny word. The Lord called it, for me, this is my way of calling it. He said, Sammy, it's called prophetic mood swings. You get the acronym all by yourself. 
prophetic mood swings. I said, what do you mean? He said, there's days when you feel like your word's going to happen, and then there's days where you're like, God, I feel the farthest thing away. There's days where you feel like everything's going to break through, and then there's days where you're like, oh, God, I just need just somebody give me a encouraging word. And here's what the Lord told me. He said, in all those times, not just in the mountains, how many know God prepares you in the valley? And some of us that have been in the valley, some of us that have been in the place where we feel like, God, where are you? You've been in a time of divine preparation. That's why you can't get out now. This is a bad time to get off the boat. Why? Because the best is yet to come. Because we're in a moment right now where God's releasing divine suddenlies to those that have taken the fullness of preparation and in this fullness of time moment. And I was reminded, Kev, of us, even when we we're kids and the times that we served and the times that we were in the anointing. That's why we can't forsake the assembly of believers today. It's because there's an anointing when we gather together. Whew. See, the devil's greatest weapon against you is his words. His greatest weapon against you is him trying to get you to believe that it's over, that your marriage is over, that your body, your health is over, that your finances is over. But I, how many know when you choose not to give up? When you choose to stand and see the breakthrough, how many believe we're going to see it in Jesus' mighty name? How many say amen? Amen. I want to share this one testament if I can, because I believe it's here. So when God started to speak to me in this last season, he said, there's, there's a whole bunch of different suddenlies that are coming. I won't get into the whole thing, but he said, one of the suddenlies that's going to happen in churches is the suddenlies, get ready for this, of family restoration that's about to take place. I, I feel this in this next season. Some of the greatest churches, the fruit of the churches, will be family revival. How many are contending not just for revival in our churches, but revival in our homes? Like, I, I don't know, but I want revival. In my, I want my kids on fire for Jesus Christ. You know, I love talking to my kids about God's stories. You know why? They're 100% they're engaged. Like, Daddy, talk to me about the lady who rose from the dead. What was heaven like? What was this like? What was it like to see blind eyes open? How many want kids to grow up with a vocabulary of the miraculous. So that's why I love this guy. He's always there. And when you're always there, guess what you get? You're going to get the same stuff that's talked about because when you're in the room, that anointing is transferable on you. And so I don't know, is there anybody here believing God for revival with their kids, revival in their marriage? So one thing, here's what the Lord told me. He said, get ready for houses to be truly, churches to be homes in this season. And I said, God, what does that look like? He said, Sammy, when you come in here, it's not about a title. It's not about a seat. He said, just like a home, you'll do whatever it takes to get the home prepared. Can I tell you what's going to happen in this season? People aren't going to fight for a seat. They're going to fight to serve. You know what my kids like to fight over at my house? Who gets to set the table? My kids love to set the table. They fight. They'll grab the plates from each other. I want to set the table. I know I want to set the table. Here's what the Lord told me. He said, when you start to see a hunger for people to serve and actually to serve well, 
He said, get ready. He said, because you will see a fresh anointing come on those places because it's not business as usual. God's not, I, I, I don't believe this. God is not coming for a glorious organization. He's coming for a glorious bride. And the last time I checked, the bride has a home. So here's my story. The Lord spoke to me and said, Sammy, if you would release this word about family revival, he said, I will give you guys family revival. And I thought, family revival? And, and instantly my, my mind went to my dad's side of the family who both, like all my, my, my dad's mom, his two aunts, they don't serve the Lord. Does anybody here have like not just non-Christians, but I mean like tough non-Christians? You know what I'm talking about? And uh, I still remember, I was seven years old, Kevin, when my, my grandmother came to BC, to Abbotsford, to spend some time with us. And my dad was pleading with my grandmother to give her life to Jesus. And my grandmother looked at my dad and said, I don't want your beeping God, and I want you to stop beeping talking to me about this. And I'm thinking, Grandma, what a dirty mouth. I'll never forget it. And I thought in that moment, you know, these, these thoughts come of like, you know, it's, it's great that we're seeing people saved, but anybody else feel like, man, I, I need to see my own family revival. It's great other people's families. Well, God, what about my family? And here's what the Lord told me. He said, if you would believe for family revival in the body of Christ and you would believe for others that you do not know, I will take care of the ones that you love. If you want to see breakthrough in your family, start believing God for other people's family in this room. If you want to see revival in other people's homes, start sowing into other people's revival in their homes. And I guarantee you, Jesus will take care of your home. So we started doing this. We made it a mission the last year and a half because I knew the time was short. I knew I'm, something in me that said, I, I think a couple of my, my family members are going to pass away. We need to see them saved. So as you guys know, most of you know, we host a broadcast um, on Voice Revival on Facebook. And from Tuesday to Saturday, we, we host this broadcast. My dad used to come on all the time. And I remember hosting this broadcast. And, and uh, little did I know, how many know that social media is great for a place to, you know, to be Facebook stalked? You ever notice that? Does anybody here, you ever Facebook stalk your family members? Don't put up your hand. But uh, I didn't know this. But at the time, when me and my dad started to do lives together, my family members started to watch and non-Christians looking at my dad doing this. Have you ever seen Charlie Robinson? Does this and this? Looks like an oil well. And I'm, I remember my, my aunt is looking at my dad being like, what is wrong with Charlie? Like he's lost it. And there I'm going like, there's times where I'm like, whoa! And, and, and they're like, what is wrong with Sammy? He's got like, whoa, like Tourette's. Like, what is that? <laughs> and so she, my, so my Aunt Karen literally was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. So she told my grandmother and her sister. And they started watching us. And they were making fun of us, being like, these guys have lost it. <laughs> now, here's the funniest part. It was so how can I say it, comedic for them that they decided to watch like three to four times every week. And they made it a thing. My
I would make popcorn before it would start. And they would wait. And they'd eat popcorn and laugh. Can I tell you something today? Some of you don't realize this, but the glory of God and the joy of the Lord is more effective than anything else that is out there today. Can I say this right now? When the glory of God comes on someone, the joy of the Lord comes on someone, there's so much hope deferred that's out there. There's so much, you know, fear that's out there that people are looking for just a drop of joy. And when it comes on them, I'll tell you this, it won't come off of them. And so they started laughing, watching the broadcast, and they would laugh for another 30 minutes after being like, I can't believe these guys, ha ha, this is hilarious. They didn't realize they were being infected. But see, this kind of infection has a longer contagious period. It'll start to percolate in your body. And I've heard it said that at least after two weeks, you start to see greater manifestations. And so all of a sudden, they couldn't stop laughing, and it became addictive. And they started watching and watching, and then they realized, wait a second, we're no longer laughing at them, we're laughing with them. See, there's a, there might be family members that are laughing at you, but in your next season, they're gonna be laughing with you. And so out of this, they realized, wait a second, this is what we want. Why do we feel so good? Why does it not leave us? Why do we so longing to watch this? We used to criticize this, but now we can't get enough of it. Because the very DNA of who they are resonates with what you carry. Literally, my dad phones me up one day in tears. If you know my dad, he's, he's usually Mr. Joy. He, he doesn't very often cry. He's crying on the phone. I said, Dad, what's wrong? He said, Sammy, I'm here to tell you that your aunt phoned me up and said, Charlie, I need to talk to you. He says, yeah, what about? He says, I need to talk to you about Jesus. Really? He said, what about Jesus? He said, she said, well, I've been watching you guys online. And my dad's like, Really? He's thinking, oh no. Can I say this right now? If you're going to be weird in here, you better be weird out there. Don't shaka shaka here and then out there you're like. Who cares what people think? Can I tell you this right now? You can't bring the fear of man to your grave. So. My, my aunt looks at, or phones my dad and says, listen, Charlie, we've been watching. My dad says, how long? <laughs> she says, about four months. <laughs> my dad goes, so what do you want to talk to me about? She says, is this really real? What do you mean? Is that joy stuff, is it really real? Because you know, Charlie, we haven't had an easy life. And know what my dad says? This is 100% real. He said, this is what I live for. The Bible says it's the joy of the Lord is your strength. When you're weak, you can have his joy. And she says, Charlie, I need this. So my dad says, okay, here's what you need to do. You need to accept Jesus into your heart. And she says, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. He says, what's wrong? Well, I don't just want it. Your mother and your other sister want this as well. Can you lead us all to Jesus Christ? 
Can I tell you something too? My, my grandmother and my aunt both passed away in the last two months. My hope is, my confidence is that I know that they're in heaven. Uh, friend, I want to tell you this today. What's here in this room, and I don't know if we, can I? Yeah, 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 that'd be awesome. I believe what's in this room today is not just for ourselves, but it's also for our family. And I truly believe this with all my heart. We're coming into a season of divine suddenlies. And one of the promises is this. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. How many say amen? amen? Can we do something today? Can we stand up all over this room? Whew. Come on. Here's what I want to do. Windward family, can we just lift up our hands? You know, I love this. Remember when the Lord spoke to me about that, the scripture talking about lifting up holy hands. And he said, Sammy, you know, you've heard it said that it's an act of surrender, which I believe it is. But how the Lord put it was, when you're in a family, you know, my little girl, three years old, Jordan, one of her favorite things to do is to lift up her hands like what we're doing today. And she'll come to me and say, Daddy, I, I want to come up. I want to go up on your shoulders. I want to I see the way that you see. So my little daughter puts her hands up like what we're doing today. And the act of surrender is, you know, here I am, Dad. Pick me up. I trust you. You're not going to drop me. You're not going to hurt me. And when my daughter goes on my shoulders, she just experiences so much joy. We go running around the house. And she loves it because she tells me, Daddy, I feel like I'm flying. And I feel like in this room today, as we're lifting up our hands, it's an act today of a daughter or son putting up their hands saying, Dad, would you lift me up? Kevin said it already. Revelations 4, there is a door and there's a voice that is saying, come up here. And I feel like all over this room as we lift up our hands, we're saying, Dad, we want to come up. We want to experience what you're experiencing today. We want to see the way that you see. Would you pick us up today? Father, I'm asking all over this room, Lord, would you pick us up for those today that maybe are stuck in situations that feel like there's no hope. Lord, in a, maybe in a marriage today that you feel like it's all but lost, God, would you lift them up today in the mighty name of Jesus. I speak for those today right now that feel like the enemy is all around. God, I thank you today. Lord, we lift, wow, lift us up above our enemies today. Father, I thank you. I thank you, God, woo, for fresh sight. And God, I thank you right now for the suddenlies. I can feel this in this room, Lord. Lord, here we are today, God, if you're looking. Lord, if you're looking for someone in this room, God, we say, here we are, God. Here we are, God. Lord, I thank you that you are equipping and releasing, Lord, a revival generation. God, I thank you right now out of Windward Church. Lord, I thank you that this is the time for the greatest revival that this region has ever seen. Not next year, not five years. God, here, right now.
now. Come on, somebody. How many say now? Lord, I thank you. Now is the time. And so, Lord, lift us up, Lord, today. Wow. Lord, I just speak even now. This is wild. Lord, I thank you for this eagle's nest in this region. Wow, I can see this. Lord, for those today, some of you right now, it's time for you to come home. It's a word right now. I'm seeing like lonely eagles that have been flying and they have no nest. God's saying it's time to come in the nest. It's time to come home. It's a new season right now. Don't fly alone when you're called to fly together. That this is a season right now of God calling the family back together again. Because God is coming. I'm telling you right now, in British Columbia, Lord, I thank you for BC. Lord, let it model a level of unity that Canada has never seen before. Lord, let it not be a place of competition to build organizations, but Lord, if we're going to compete in one thing, well, let, us, let us compete in serving each other well. Let's compete in actually talking well about each other. Lord, let our words today lift up instead of tear down. Because we're talking about your bride, a beautiful bride, Jesus, that you are coming back for a glorious bride without spot or wrinkle. Woo! And Jesus, you are lovesick for your bride. And that this is the time. Wow. And so, Lord, the last thing I want to release, Lord, I thank you, Lord, for family revival. If that's you today, I just, just lift up your hands. If that's you, you're like, God, I need this in my family. Lord, I thank you right now, Lord, for a move of the Spirit right now. Lord, for those today, right now, right here, right now, Lord, I thank you that are believing God for their kids. Lord, we just prophesy today that kids are coming home in this season right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you right now. Sons and daughters will come back. Grandkids coming home in Jesus' name. Parents getting saved. Father, I thank you for family revival. Woo. Lord, I just say right now, in this house, Lord, we prophesy, Lord, that people's, right now, your kids and your grandkids are all going to worship God. Lord, in the same house. Woo. How many are longing for that? Your kids and your grandkids all worshiping God together. A generational move. Lord, we say yes. How many say yes today? Come on, and amen. Come on, can we do something? Can we give Jesus a shout of praise? Come on, Jesus. Woo. Wow. Whoa, thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. The best is yet to come. Kevin, I'm telling you, man, I think we're going to be shocked by what God's about to do in this season and just happy that we're in the room. Lord, I thank you out of this place. I'm telling you, there's a well of revival. Ooh. Lord, I thank you right now. The best is yet to come. Whoa. My goodness. 
Thank you, Jesus. Come on, can we just give Jesus one more shout of praise today? Thank you, God. Well, I want to encourage you, listen, pray about joining this school because it's time to get activated. And listen, I know I talked to Kevin. I said, listen, for the students, I said, you know, we're hosting revival meetings in Pitt Meadows first and third Sunday of, of every month, just going for it. You know, I, I grew up in the valley, and the Lord spoke to me and said, Sammy, the West Coast is about to have a move of the Spirit like never before. And, I, and I'm, I'm contending it's time to ride the wave of revival. And here's the deal. We need everybody in board. Listen, if you have not signed up, you should pray about signing up for this school because the students are coming out, releasing the glory. They're part of the fire tunnel last week. It was just bodies everywhere, people getting rocked. And so how many know, again, the best is yet to come? Amen? God bless you. Thank you so much.